Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. So Twitter user Bita Gulsh uh, shared a pic of what she calls definitely the most bizarre question on the job application. It was, you've been given an elephant. You can't give it away or sell it. What do you do with the elephant? Love it and feed it and take care of it. <laughs> That's your answer? Yeah. What would yours be? Same. I'm going to copy off of your paper. <laughs> what are you supposed to say? Like, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Have you ever been asked like a weird uh, question in an interview or a job application before? Not weird like that, but I've been asked situational questions and I was like, why are we doing this? Like, it's so awkward. They asked me like, if you were working, it was for an internship and they said, if you were working with another intern on a project for the company and the other intern wasn't pulling their weight and it was really bringing you down and you knew that you weren't going to be able to turn in a piece of satisfied work, what would you do? And I said, well, obviously I would throw them right under the bus. Oh, what a snitch. Well, I'm not going to have that associated with my name and my work and my effort. Like, I don't want them smearing everything I've worked for. And they were like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, you best believe I would be the first one to come and tell you, yeah, they're not pulling their weight. Do they like that answer? Well, they hired me, (laughs) so they must have. I don't know. I don't remember if I asked you. I have one weird question. That I usually ask in the in the interviews. Did I ask you asking me music questions? You were like, "What are some artists you like?" I was like, "I like Drake and Kanye West." And you're like, "Yeah, well, everyone does. Who do you really like?" And I was like, "Uh, that's not what I said." You were like, "What? Those are mainstream huge artists. Like, who's like a?" I wanted to know. I wanted to know. I wanted to get down to the to the root of things and and know you're a weirdo. So this was back in like was it 2018 or 19? I said I've been listening to like Lil Baby and Megan The Stallion at the time they had just come out. Now they're huge superstars. You knew them before they were big. No, I didn't. They were on the come up. But um, I was like, I guess that's my answer. My go-to uh, throw-off question in the in the interview process is usually, uh, what part of the bicycle would you be and why? I don't think you asked me that. I think I wasn't there for like your initial interview, so you had already like come in a couple times. Or yeah, is that yeah, how it yeah. happened? You were right. at the third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What part of the bicycle would you would be, be and horn. why? And why? I'd be the horn like. <laughs> That's you snitching. Needs to know I'm uh, move out of the way. <laughs> I'm here. Wow. All right. I just. Would you be? Um. I've never even actually. Nobody's ever you, asked me that. I, asked, I asked. See, that's I why, asked the that's question. Why I would get the job is because I'm like, now what would you say? Wow. I liked her. She threw it back at me. All right. Hired. <laughs> that might be a case for HR. I'm the. Uh, I'm the chain. I don't even know what the chain does on the bike. And the bicycle, it just, you know, without the chain, it doesn't Nothing work. Nothing works. Exactly. Wow. So I'm the, I'm the chain on the bicycle. But don't you have to be greased, greased up? Yeah, I, I stay greased up. <laughs> I'm ready to go at all moments. <laughs> all right. Um, anyways, if you've ever been in a job interview or seen a weird question on an application, we'd love to hear about it. She has a text. Give us a call. 207-807-1104. What's the weirdest uh, question you've been asked in an interview or seen on a job application? Jason from Kenny Bunk, we're talking about weird interview job applications application questions so if somebody uh, saw you walking down the street one of your friends what would they say about you i was like oh there goes that mother <laughs> and his face just dropped he's like uh, what he's like why would you say that and he's like well just various situations be like oh that's that mother right there that has this or there goes that mother that works there he's just like oh anything else i was like no so yeah you know you can't say that over the phones right <laughs> So you didn't get the gig. <laughs> no, no, it was great. Though. Wow. Uh, it was 
like harassing people there anyways and he got let go but yeah sometimes you get into the job interview and you're like you know what i just want to get out of here this is not the job for me it's just practice so you sabotage it by calling yourself the mother <laughs> this person texted in and said I was like 17 and I was having an interview at a store in the mall and she asked me what I would rather steal a pair of jeans or a pair of socks that is so corrupt <laughs> obviously the question is you wouldn't steal anything but any logical person would say the jeans right I don't know I feel like that's a good question uh, to ask in the interview they're trying to get you caught up and see it's a trick question it's mean Listen, if you hesitate a little bit and give an answer, I think it's okay. If you say, I wouldn't steal anything, I think that's okay. But if you're like cold-blooded and you answer immediately, jeans, without like hesitating, yeah. then it's like, we probably shouldn't hire her. <laughs> Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. So this feels like a bad idea, so we're going to do something different. But today is password day, all right? Everyone text us your password. Text us your go-to password to us. No, actually, it is password day, um, and it's a good idea to change some of those simple passwords on today. If you have the one, two, three, ABC, switch it up a little bit. Today's a day. There's your reminder for you. It's password day. Throwback Thursday, I was thinking, should we do uh, the first uh, go-to password that you ever used? No. Uh, no, I don't. I'm sure for some people. Well, it's still the same. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because I thought about it for a second. I'm like, nope, I still use that password as well oh for a couple God. of things. So let's do first aim name. Oh, I didn't have aim. You didn't have aim? No. Oh, wow. Is that because I'm old or is it because you weren't allowed? I wasn't allowed All right. to, but also Made me feel better. up, I called it AIM. Not, I didn't say aim. Was that the cool thing for you? Just call it aim? I don't think I thought of it as being cool. I think well, that's everyone just was your like, aim name. Are you going to be on AIM after school? And I would have to say, I don't have one. <laughs> I Why? wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed to have IM. I wasn't allowed to have Facebook. None of that. I didn't get a Facebook until I was a freshman in high school. Kids my age in like fifth grade had MySpace. I didn't have that either. When I would go over to friends' houses, we'd go on the computer together and I would have to, when we message people, we would say like, it's Brianna and Tara because I wasn't allowed to have one. Or I'd have to say, this is Tara on Brianna's account. Wow. Shout out to Brianna. She always let me use her I was going to say, Brianna, your parents probably should have stopped letting you hang out with her. Um, That's another story. <laughs> uh, but... I, I don't know. It was just really weird. And then when I got to eighth grade, all my friends had a Facebook and I was like, this is not fair. I want a Facebook. I had created my email with my parents when I was younger because obviously I needed an email for certain school things and they had my password and stuff like that. And it sounds so, like they're solid protective parents, though. No, because it backfired. I, I When I'm a parent one day, I will never be like my parents. And this was like this wasn't like my mom and my stepdad. This was like when I was at my dad's house and yeah, it was yeah. my stepmom's rules. Okay. So she helped me get my email, but she knew all my passwords and everything. And I didn't think anything of it because I was a kid. And then when I was in eighth grade, everyone had a Facebook and I wanted a Facebook so badly. So I made, <laughs> I made it a burner email and I called it girly girl 55 wow. at gmail.com way back in the day. It wasn't Creative. taken yet. It was mine. And I don't know if my like Gmails were linked or I did something stupid, but so I did it. I signed up for Facebook. I got it ready to go. And then I received a very cryptic email from my stepmom later that day and was like, Hey girl, loving the new username. It's super cute. Girly girl 55 at gmail.com. And it was something like, why did you make this? I hope you didn't make this to make a Facebook and hide it from me. And so I deactivated everything. 
<laughs> I deactivated everything. I don't think that that was very cryptic. I think I that made, was to the point. I made a new email and I changed my password and she no longer had access to anything. Wow. But then I still was good and I didn't make the Facebook until I was 14. So I, I still listened a little bit. So what was your first AIM name? That wasn't uh, an AIM name, but we'll take it. Girly Girl Girly 55. Girl 55 was my secret burner email. What was your secret burner email <laughs> or your first AIM name? We'll take this morning as we get ready to give away $500. It's Throwback Thursday. We're reminiscent. For me, it was Machiavelli823. I don't even know what that means. Machiavelli was actually an answer to one of our questions this week for... Uh, of course it was. It was the day that you were uh, off celebrating uh, Star Wars Day. Yes. Tupac dropped an album under that name. So we were doing aliases, nicknames, AKAs on that day. So that was like an AKA Tupac. Um, and I was a big Pac fan, obviously. And then eight and two and three. Uh, so eight was like my baseball number. And then 23 was my basketball number. How old were you? I was in probably like middle school or high school. I don't know. Middle. I'm like jealous I didn't get to experience this. This is so not fair. What? That you didn't get to have a name name? I never had an I am. I could never. Oh. I never had a MySpace. I never had any. You don't know. Guys. You don't know about like putting the away message up. See, no. like I would put the away message up and then my mom would get mad because uh, we had dial up internet at the time. So it would take up the phone. <laughs> so like I would just be away on AIM and uh, doing other things. And she'd be like, why can nobody call the house phone? It's because. I'm waiting for a girl to message me. Yeah. I got a very cryptic uh, <laughs> lyric in my away message right now that I want somebody to see and I'm waiting for her to see it. All right. I do remember that some of my friends that had I am, they would include me in their away message and they would be like hanging out with my crazy BFF Tara. Wow. They gave you a shout out because you couldn't have one. I didn't have one. So that was nice of them. Really included. Those are good friends right there. 207-807-1104. Throwback Thursday. What was your original AIM name? Do they still have AIM? I think they deactivated. I don't think it exists think anymore. Darius, where are you from? Uh, Brunswick. All right, Darius from Brunswick. What was your first AIM name or online screen name? Um, it was probably my Snapchat name. It was kind of, you know, funky because I was like 13 years old when I made it. But <laughs> I don't, I honestly don't remember my Snapchat username, but I know it was funky. It was funky. You don't remember it. It was just yeah. a funky one. What were you into when you were 13 years old? Let's, let's help you come up with uh, a good 13-year-old Darius screen name. Honestly, I was probably into like Musical.ly when that was a thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Um, I know. <laughs> Wait, do you um, still have any? I would love to see one. Um, I mean, I still have TikTok, but like, I mean, I remember when it used to be Musical.ly instead of TikTok, but... Come up with a name for him. Oh, I have to? Yeah, it's on you. I'm putting it on you. I don't know. Uh, if I were you, I would pretend to be Darius Rucker, and I would add a bunch of people and pretend I was famous. I bet. Do you know uh, who Darius Rucker is? I do, the country singer. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would totally do that. I would be a fraud. I would catfish people. Honestly, that's the mood. That's the, <laughs> that's the plan. Jamie from Alfred, what was your uh, first online screen name or aim name? Smoke weed every day, 420. Oh, I was wondering. I was like, is it Swede? She's like, is she Swedish and likes to smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, classic from the uh, the Nate Dog drop right there. Smoke weed every day, right? Yes. Is that is that where you took it from? <laughs> she said no. Like, she's like, she's she like, obviously got it from that. She's like, no, Nate Dog took that from me. <laughs> <laughs> what are we using these days for online usernames? Appropriate ones now. All right. Uh, <laughs> coming up in a little bit, we're going to be playing uh, some Throwback Thursday trivia, some Brains for Bank for $500. So keep listening. We'll let you know when to call back in. And it's going to be uh, Throwback Music Groups is the category for today. All right? All right. Awesome. Grace from Sanford, what was your first uh, AIM name or online screen name? It was Little Bean 5. <laughs> what? Why? Because Bean was my last name. So I put my, my last name and put Little in front. And I don't know why. And it just stuck. It was L T P L B. 
like little, little beans. You were like one of the first SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> right. <laughs> little little beans. beans when you said beans my mind immediately went to even stevens because that was stevens. that yes. was like my guilty pleasure tv show and beans was the man i haven't seen what he looks like recently he looks exactly the same but like old man he looks like an adult yeah. beans oh i gotta have yeah. to that's my next google all right, little beans, hang up. Call us right back. We're looking for call number ten right now. Brains for Bank is on. The category is throwback music groups. Two zero seven eight zero seven one one zero four. Caller number ten, and uh, I'll give you this as an added hint. It's music that we play. Yes. If you don't know about it, get out. Two zero seven eight zero seven one one zero four. Call number ten. You're playing Brains for Bank. Hi, Radio Man. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Am I? This is Kylie. Kylie! <laughs> Kylie, you're a billionaire. You don't need this money. I'm not a billionaire. I promise. <laughs> All right, Kylie, you're calling number 10. Let's try to get you some dough. All right. Kylie, what was your first AIM name? My first AIM name was KaiPai26. My brother made it up for me. What's the 26 Wait, mean? Kai Kai? I don't know. KaiPai, like a like K-Y-P-I-E. <laughs> oh, like a pie. Yeah, like a pie. I've heard of Hannah Banana. Now you've heard of yeah, Kai Pie. I've never heard of Kai Pie, though. <laughs> I've never heard of Kai Pie. Wow. <laughs> um, all right, Kai Pie. Um, here's how it works. I'm going to give you one question. Today's category is what, Tara? Music groups, throwback edition. All right, for TBT. Right. So you got one question. As soon as I finish reading the question, the timer is going to start. You got to answer within the five seconds while the timer is playing. If you answer correctly, you got $500 this morning, all right? All right, all right. If you answer incorrectly, then the money's going to roll over and Haley's going to have 600 bucks to give away in the afternoon. Are you ready? I am ready as I'll ever be. Let's do this thing. Your question is, at Coachella 2018, Beyonce brought former Destiny's Child members Kelly Rowland and who on stage for a reunion? Ooh, Michelle. Uh, Do we we give it to her? I don't know. I don't know. Michelle's the correct. I totally remember it. I watched. It was we were, Michelle Williams. We were looking for Michelle Williams, but you said Michelle. Michelle Williams. Kai Pai, I'm going to make an executive uh, decision here, and uh, because we refer to Beyonce by just one name, we're also going to refer to Michelle by just one name on this one, and we're going to hook you Hell up. Yeah. We're going to hook you up with the five hundred dollars. No freaking way! Hey! Hold oh, on, hold yes. on. We got to make it official. You guys are the best. Yeah! Five hundred dollar winner! <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, what are you going to do with the extra dough? Something wonderful. <laughs> That's the best answer I've ever heard. Something wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kylie. Uh, Brains for Bank is made hot in Maine by Key Ford of York and Key Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Now open on Route 1 in Newcastle. The cheapest Jeeps and Rams in Maine are at Key. Next chance to play is going to be this afternoon with Haley. And it's going to be at 5 p.m. It's going to be $100 because you just uh, won. Brains for Bank. Congratulations, Kai Pai. Yes. Woo. <laughs> I have lost my voice. Whoa! <laughs> Woo! Hot Radio Man. Oh, Lord. Hot Warnings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Tara Fox's new AIM name is Fruity Pebble Burps 23. <laughs> 
Well, I just bought a box yesterday because I was craving it and I had some for breakfast. And every time I burp, which is a lot, it tastes really good. Like fruity pebbles. What is it with you and those bodily functions? Like you yawn and burp a lot. I don't know. Someone told me it is all traced back to acid reflux. Yeah, it must be. So I believe them. I feel like the two are connected, though. Probably. We talked about this on the day that you were uh, gone, but there's no such thing as love. Excuse me? Yeah, Bill Gates, Melinda. It's a wrap for them. Oh, my God. Yes. This was huge. You missed out on that. I think he cheated. You think Bill Gates cheated? Yeah. Wow. Spicy take. I saw somebody tweet out like, if the two richest men can't keep their ladies happy, how am I expected to keep my lady money happy? It changes you. I believe in my bones that when you get a lot of money, like when you're a billionaire, that's got to change your personality. Your ego has got to shift and your priorities change. Yeah, but these people weren't rich overnight. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, over time, they're like, I don't like you. So Bill Gates. I was only with you for the come up. Bill Gates transferred nearly $2 billion worth of stocks to Melinda on the day she filed Sweet. for divorce. Uh, if Melinda were to sell the stocks today, she'd pocket around $1.8 billion. Not what bad. A nice parting a gift. Decent payday, I guess. I'm sure she's going to get more than that, too. Uh, Melinda filed the divorce stocks, and there's no prenup. They signed a separation agreement ahead of the divorce filing, and the stock transfers indicate they're already down the road in dividing assets. So it looks like things are going smooth there. I feel like when you have that much money, the the, the money isn't the issue that's being divided up. Like both sides are going to be all set at the end of the day, right? Yeah. It's maybe some of the personal stuff that might start to bother them. I don't know if they have a dog. I don't think they have any like uh, kids that have like custody issues to deal with, but I think they're all grown up, right? Um, well, it's weird because Melinda's 56. I just looked it up. Mm -hmm. To get a divorce at 56 and start your life over, and if you want to start dating again, it seems like she must have really hated him because I know a lot of people would just stay because it's like well we're already close to retirement anyways like we're going to be with this person for the rest of our lives Melinda Gates has options trust me I've already hit her with the DM yeah how many people <laughs> sit in her DMs I could treat you right be my sugar mama so the couple's oldest daughter Jennifer recently broke her silence on the split on Instagram by now many of you have heard the news that my parents are separating it's been a challenging stretch of time for our whole family in closing she wrote I won't personally comment further on anything around this separation but please know that your kind words and support mean the world to me get over it oh <laughs> whoa no i'm sorry i need to i need to expand on that i have my own issues right as a child that is a product of three divorces i can officially say i am desensitized so desensitized to it the fact that like i never knew my parents together and they get divorced when yeah. like before my earliest memory uh every time somebody like in my circles parents are getting divorced and they're going through a hard time. I'm like, I don't get, I don't get it. I know it's kind Maybe, of awful. Well, I do kind of understand. Like they, that's all they've known is their parents together. But all I've known is parents, parents separate. And I'm like, weekend bag. It's just pretty normal to me. Like it's I not know. a big deal. You know. know what I mean? Like you'll you'll be fine. Your parents are still billionaires. You'll be okay. All right. Don't worry about Two it. Birthdays. Yeah, you get you get double. <laughs> then they start to compete for your for your love. It's great. Go for it. We're so jaded. It's bad. Yeah, but the, I, there's nothing I love more than like a guilt gift. A guilt gift. Like, give me You the lean money. into it a lot. I've I heard some it. of your stories. I love it. Um, the revolving door of guest Jeopardy hosts looks like it's soon going to come to an end. The game show's executive producer and guest host Mike Richards told the Wall Street Journal that when season 38 begins, filming in late July or early August, it's going to do so with the late Alex Trebek's official successor. So we'll see who oh. the new host is. Uh, Richards said that he'd be surprised if Jeopardy bosses chose someone who hasn't guest hosted. He also believes that fans hyping their favorite temporary host online will definitely play into the decision. So uh, we've heard 
hurt a, a lot of critics. I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably not going to be Dr. Oz. No. <laughs> he was, Everyone was like, get him off the he stage. He was not well liked during his period on there. I feel like everybody else did a pretty decent job. And there was, yeah. there was I thought there was going to be a lot more negative feedback for the guest host, but it seemed like people were praising a lot of them. It's been all right. Even, even like Mike Richards, who stepped in when they had like COVID restrictions and they couldn't find a celebrity host. He uh-huh. did it himself. And people were like, wow, he was pretty good. I'm rooting for the underdog there. Maybe he gets it. I really like the idea of someone who worked on the inside and then taking over and being on camera. I really like that because- Promote from within. Yeah, exactly. Pete Davidson has done several Eminem parodies on Saturday Night Live. On Tuesday's Late Night with Seth Meyers, Davidson spoke about a call he had with Slim Shady talking about those sketches. Pete called Eminem to thank him for saying good things about the comedy bits. Eminem said a a couple nice things about me and and I, of course, heard them. And I reached out. I was like, I would just like to say thank you. And he was like, yeah, man, you really uh, you really did that. When I saw Stu on script, I was like, I don't know how it was going to go. But like after you did that, it was fire. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. You're the coolest. And then I just hung up as quick as possible. I know that. Feeling. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to like anything more. When you talk to a hero, you don't want to extend it. If you're no. good, get out. He wanted to get in and get out before Eminem was like, so about your friend MGK. <laughs> uh, he did use one of the uh, SNL spoofs. Uh, where Pete Davidson remixed Eminem and explained NFTs, and he used that as a promotional tool for his first Eminem uh, did NFT, yeah. Oh, for he had like Shady Con and dropped like I forgot Do what the NFT the is. Do you think beef is squashed with MGK? Absolutely not. No, I no? don't think so. I don't think that that's a, a repairable. I don't beef think there. it's actually there. I think it's just for publicity. No, I think it's definitely there. It's one hundred percent there. Th- now Pete's like the middleman. Like, who's he gonna choose? I feel like he chooses MGK. He's warming up to Eminem. He is warming up to Eminem, but you got to choose. Your buddy right you have to stay loyal i love every time uh eminem fans are so net worth is bigger eminem eminem's fans are so loyal that every time uh mgk drops a project uh, clearly now he's done like the punk rock thing yeah that's the the thing now the comments are always like man eminem killed him so hard he had to become a punk rocker now he's not even a rapper anymore i honestly think it's the best thing mgk could have ever done for his career i I don't disagree with you at all for sure uh (laughs) your 30 on a 30 made out of me by nails motors bad roads do your car dirty. Make sure your suspension wheels and brakes are up to snuff at the only Snell Napa Gold certified shop in the state, Nails Motors, Bitterford. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. So Facebook's independent oversight board ruled that Facebook was justified in its decision to ban former reality TV show host Donald Trump, but that it was not appropriate for the company to not provide a time frame for the suspension. So Facebook is on the clock. They have six months to, quote, justify a proportionate response that is consistent with the rules that apply to other users of its platform. In the uh, meantime, Trump will remain banned on Facebook and Instagram. Wow. I didn't know it was for life. They didn't give a time period. So that's the thing. Now they're saying you have six months to say how long is the suspension Hmm. and it has to, you know, be like everybody else's suspension would be. Clock's ticking. The U.S. tops 32.5 million COVID-19 cases of more than 578,000 related deaths. The Maine CDC reported one new death and 348 new cases on Wednesday, bringing Maine's death toll to 791. There's 132 Mainers currently hospitalized. Over 41% of Mainers have been fully vaccinated. Good to see that number go up. The University of New England will require that all students and staff returning to the university's campuses in the fall be vaccinated for COVID-19 before the start of the semester. 
it makes sense. I believe Bowdoin's also doing this. Uh, the University of Maine system is not mandating vaccinations for the fall, but are encouraging as many students and staff as possible to get vaccinated. I love this. I love seeing uh, Mainers on Jeopardy. Jamie Logan of Augusta won over, she won big, over $32,000 on Jeopardy. Wowee, I was watching. Once, did you watch it? Yeah, you did. saw her? Yeah. Um, damn, I was going to quiz you on the, on the final Jeopardy question. But I already know it. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, title of this huge hit 1977 album was the idea of the bass player who specified it should be spelled the British way. Which like, okay, wait, I was very confused by this because, well, the answer is rumors, but I thought when I saw it, that's how you spell rumors. And Tucker was like, no, that's not how you spell it. Oh, that's the British like, way. It looks right though. And I was like, that's how I spell it. And he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> No, it's not. So I just did a test on my phone and I typed out rumors. And I think I try to spell it that way, but it auto-corrected to O-R. Lifelong dream to be on Jeopardy. She even wrote a letter to Alex Trebek back in the day. Um, so finally fulfilled that That's goal. Cute. Congratulations. $32,000 is a big wager at the end. Hot Radio Maine's beach trip with Erica Banks is June 3rd. Outside on Hampton Beach at Bernie's Beach Bar featuring DJ John with special guests Sydney and Britt Martin. Some great local talent there. Tickets are on sale right now. It's good to say yeah. that we have a party. Yeah. HotRadioMain.com. We'll see you out there June 3rd. Uh, beautiful deck, Bernie's Beach Bar. Always a good time. And we'll see you out there. Get those tickets. HotRadioMain.com. Uh, five things you need to know is made hot of Maine by Maine Hardware. Going out on the water this summer? Get your marine supplies at Maine Hardware in-store or online. MainHardware.com. Open seven days, 274 St. John Street in Portland. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. All right, no disrespect to Ariana Grande, but we're running out of time, and I, I forgot I wanted to play this right here uh, because it is his birthday, so it gives me an excuse to play better be worth Dreams it. and Nightmares, all right? This song gets me hyped up, all right? I'm ready to run through the uh, the studio wall. Happy birthday to uh, Meek Mill celebrating today. 87 he was born, was that make him 34 years? You're asking the wrong girl. Do the math, do the math. Happy birthday to uh, Meek Mill. I'm going to play this, and then we'll get into the... Uh, the uh, throwback Thursday quick mix, all right? All right. See my dreams of